From TODR News, this is your daily briefing for Thursday the 28th of April. Good afternoon. Today we're discussing some of the biggest news stories, including Meta's stock boost and the US-Russian prisoner swap. We'll also be answering today's big question, do we need a Marshall Plan to save Ukraine? But first, the developments between Hungary and the EU. The European Commission has officially triggered its powerful new conditionality mechanism against Hungary, which could see the country losing out on EU funding due to their rule of law breaches. This is the most serious move that the EU has taken in its long-running feud with Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban and his ruling populist party. The conditionality mechanism gives Brussels the power to withhold EU funding if rule of law problems affect the bloc's budget. The Commission sees a number of problems in Hungary, including systemic irregularities in public procurement and the funneling of contracts to specific companies. The Commission's move here is the beginning of a long process, and the decision to withhold funds would actually need the support of 55% of EU countries, representing at least 65% of the EU's population. So, while it's not quite in motion yet, that approval does look likely to happen in the future, which means that Hungary and Europe's relationship might be about to get even more fraught. Speaking of fraught relationships, the US and Russia have carried out an unexpected prisoner swap, despite their relationship being at the worst point since the Cold War. Former US Marine Trevor Reed, who was jailed in Russia for assaulting a police officer, was swapped for a Russian pilot jailed for drug smuggling in an operation organized and facilitated by Turkey. President Biden said that the negotiations that allowed us to bring Trevor home required difficult decisions, and I do not take that lightly. And US officials made clear that this exchange was not part of wider diplomatic talks and based on a discrete set of prisoner issues. Reed's family and the US authorities have maintained that his imprisonment was unjust and branded his trial a theater of the absurd. His release, though, has no immediate effects on other cases of Americans detained in Russia, like NBA star Brittany Greer. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your everyday routine. Or you can just search for us in your podcast app to listen along. The Central African Republic has this week adopted Bitcoin as its legal currency, making it the second country in the world to do so after El Salvador. New legislation means that Bitcoin will now be legal tender alongside the CFA franc, and a legal and regulatory framework for cryptocurrencies has now been established in the country. The country's president has said that the move places them on the map of the world's boldest and most visionary countries. Despite rich deposits of gold and valuable minerals, the Central African Republic is one of the world's poorest countries and has been embroiled in an almost 10-year civil war. So, while some optimists might think that crypto can help the country, with internet penetration as low as 10%, Bitcoin adoption is unlikely to be widespread. In fact, in the eight months since El Salvador made the move to Bitcoin, it still struggled to take root. Sticking with finance, Japan's currency, the yen, today fell to its lowest value in decades. At the time of writing, the yen is trading at about 130 yen to the dollar, 
a 20% drop from last winter when it reached a high of 102 yen to the dollar. This major shift is largely because the Bank of Japan has decided not to raise interest rates in response to the global uptick in inflation, and instead decided to continue buying Japanese government bonds to keep borrowing costs low, specifically to keep Japan's 10-year bond yield at below 0.25% interest. This is in stark contrast to other countries around the world, including the Federal Reserve in America, who have decided to tighten interest rates. This has meant that investors have started buying a lot more dollars than yen because, well, they just get better interest rates on dollars. But in turn, this has pushed down the value of the yen, which could end up pushing up inflation in Japan, which is worrying for a country that imports a lot of its resources. Sticking with money for our final story, while Meta, Facebook's parent company, hasn't been having the best time lately, with their slowest revenue growth since going public, there does appear to be some good news. Today, the company's share price has rocketed as a result of their latest profits being larger than expected. In the most recent quarter, Meta posted profits of $7.5 billion, well above Wall Street's $7.1 billion expectation. While this might sound impressive, it is still down 21% from the same period last year, and Meta have made clear that they expect a continuation of this negative trend due to the impact of the war in Ukraine. Digging a bit deeper, it isn't all bad news for the company. Meta's ad impressions have actually increased 15% since last year, but other factors, maybe including the war, mean that the price that they can charge for adverts actually fell by 8%. Ultimately, it's a mixed bag for Meta, but among a sea of bad news for the company, this is at least a light spot. That's all we have time for on YouTube today. But if you want more, including the answer to today's big question, do we need a Marshall Plan to help with Ukraine's recovery, then you should watch the extended version of the Daily Briefing over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also get an extended version of the show every single weekday. Available to watch on Nebula or to stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get an even more extensive briefing every day, then you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service with some of the world's best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream, and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and, well, it's always ad-free, too. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.